Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to season four of the Pre-Vet Pausecast, Binging the Application. I'm Alex Avellino, and with me is my producer and strategic communications intern, Mr. Jeffrey Young. Jeffrey, what are we chatting about today? Uh, Today we're going into the program-specific section for the UF VEMCAS. Yes, so students, VEMCAS basically has two sections. The overall VEMCAS application, which is essentially a common app, and then there is the program-specific details that you'll have to open up when you're ready to choose your programs. We will focus on the University of Florida College of Veterinary Medicine today, since that is where we are broadcasting from and where we are the experts of. So let's dive in. I want to help you understand some of the frequently asked questions that we get about this section, help you understand what we're looking for, what we're hoping to see, and alleviate some of the concerns because I know a lot of the listeners out there, UF is your number one choice, so we want to help you set up for success. So after you open up the application and you go into the program section, you're going to see questions. These are questions that UF specifically is looking for. So there's some super basic general questions at the beginning about your contact information, your email address. Um, You know, we ask, do you have any relatives or ties in Florida? The reason we ask for this is we have out-of-state applicants who would really love to come and live here, and we know that if you have a community here already, you are going to be comfortable, you're going to feel safe, you're going to be more likely to accept our acceptance if you are close to Florida. Now, don't stress if you don't have ties to Florida, that is okay. We just want to know, do you have any reason that you really, really want to come to this state? Um, Now, the previously applied to UF, we ask you if you've already applied to us, we are interested in repeat applicants. We're actually going to have a whole episode on the podcast about repeat applicants, and we want you to know you are valuable, you are perseverant, you are tenacious, and we want to recognize that application as trying again. Okay, now um, you're going to come to a question about state-funded versus self-funded. State-funded just means you're a Florida resident. Self-funded means that you're out of state and you'll be paying for school without um, the state of Florida subsidized tuition. So that's very uh, basic. However, a lot of students don't know if they have residency. Now, for UF, you cannot gain residency after one year of living here um, if you've already gone into the vet program. So if you're trying to get residency, you're going to want to move here one year prior to starting vet school. You're going to want to contact UF undergraduate admissions or UF main campus admissions to find out exactly and explicitly what is needed for tuition purposes. And you can find all of that online. And then you would call those main offices to make sure that you have all of that taken care of. We have a hobby section. So the prompt says, please describe to the admissions committee any non-extracurricular activities or hobbies not included in the VEMCAS experiences section. So this is essentially anything you do that is not with an organization. We are curious about your outside activities, outside of the classroom, outside of organizations. How do you spend your time? How do you reduce stress? Jeffrey, do you know what you're going to include in this section? Uh, For me, I'm probably thinking about including uh, that I do archery. Uh, as well as I like going on hikes and just a couple other 
hobbies here and there? Yeah, so things that are outdoors, things that are getting your body moving. I would recommend that even though a lot of us, one of our hobbies is binging Netflix, you're not going to want to include that on the hobby section. And you might be like, ha ha, that's so silly. I have seen it many times. So I would avoid anything like that. Think professional. Think, you know, reading for pleasure. Think exercise. I wouldn't stress about this part of the application. I would just use this as an opportunity. If you do some really cool things that you have no other place to put on the application, like Jeffrey mentioned archery, that is unique and interesting, and it's an opportunity for him to get to highlight that. So that's what this hobby section is about. So you will go ahead and fill all these questions out on the Vemcast. You're going to make sure you do the UF supplemental application, which is through the link on the Vemcast website. You'll go ahead and fill all that out. Now, Some students have some trouble with this because it seems potentially redundant to the VEMCAS application. The supplemental application is through the graduate school at UF. It's to make sure you have an up-to-date UF ID. It's to make sure that you are in our system. So don't panic about this. It's very, very basic. Nothing to be worried about. The supplemental application is really just demographics and essentially a second resume. There is one section that trips a lot of folks up, and that section is what? how are you spending your time from graduation to going to veterinary school. That is just the summer before you go to vet school. So don't panic about this. If you've already graduated 10 years ago and you're like, do I have to go back and write every single thing that I've done? No, you'll just go ahead and write down the summer before vet school, what do you plan on doing? VEMCAST has the personal statement, and then a lot of programs are going to have their supplemental essays, which we chatted about in our essay episode, but we'll just touch on these a little bit more briefly. So the essay question for the first one is the video essay, which we talked about, and you remember you're going to dress professionally, you're going to speak clearly, you're going to engage with the camera. I loved Jeffrey's tip about having a friend in the room so that you're not just talking to a camera, it will feel a lot more conversational if you're talking to somebody else. Just remember that if you are having someone in the room to talk to, it is not for them to interview you or ask you the questions. You will be answering the question in the, you will be asking yourself the question in the answer. So you're not gonna have someone interviewing you. So the second question is about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And if you'll remember, we have some episodes on the podcast about diversity, equity, and inclusion. We also are encouraging you to go ahead and Google and learn and do some trainings and TED Talks and listen to podcasts about how important diversity is to any profession, but specifically veterinary medicine. Go ahead and just elevate that essay. Really show the committee that you've done your research and you're really thinking globally as well as locally for your own personal story about what diversity, equity, and inclusion means. I think our admissions committee really wants to hear your understanding. They want to hear your story and your journey. I do not think they want to hear what you are not. So if you don't feel like you're super diverse, they don't want you to say, I'm not super diverse. Go ahead and avoid that altogether. Just go ahead and talk to us about what you are bringing to the table. Talk to us about your diversity of thought or experiences or background. Let's focus on the positive and what you have to offer. And then the last question is all about a non-veterinary experience that has helped to shape your life and influence who you are as a person. So this is really touching on how important it is that our students have a well-rounded experience in life, that they are more than just animals and vet med. And honestly, some self-awareness here. We're just looking to see what are you going to pick and what are you going to talk to us about? What do you think is important for us to know? Okay, so now we're going to talk about the documents section. We have one document that we want you to upload 
um, including a photo, just to make sure that we have the right student that we are reviewing when it comes time for interviews. But we have a prerequisite inventory form. This form is very simple and is not scary, but I think a lot of students open it up and they panic. So we just want to go over this a little bit. This form is for us to see what courses you've identified as prerequisite courses. The reason it's important, a lot of students haven't gone to the University of Florida who are applying to our program, so we are not as familiar with their course codes. We are not as familiar with how their transcripts look, so we need y'all's help to help us understand what prereqs you've taken. So you just go ahead and you'll fill it out based on what courses you are using to satisfy each prereq. If you went to a school that uses quarters instead of semesters, you will have to be aware of that and indicate it and make sure you're adding the extra courses to fulfill the semester credit requirements. If you took AP and IB courses, you will just write pass and you'll write the number of credits that you received and the year that your college accepted them. This is all outlined in detail at the top of the page. I think the hardest thing is some students just don't know how to save a PDF. So at the top of your browser, you're gonna push the download button, save it to your desktop, open it up, fill it out, and then re-upload, make sure you save it. You're also welcome to print it out and fill it in by hand. You can take a picture of it with your phone as long as it's legible. This is really just so we can know what courses are you trying to use for our courses. When it comes to the advanced elective section, I think a lot of students panic about that one too. Anything that is 300 or 3000 level and above counts as an advanced elective. And it doesn't have to be a vet med course. It doesn't have to be a science course. It can be anything that you wanna use that you haven't used already, that is upper level. If you are completing a bachelor's degree, you have completed all of the English and general education requirements for us based on your college's requirements. So go ahead and fill that out accordingly. Don't worry if there's anything wrong with your form, we will contact you. This form is just to help us out as we're processing your application. Do not panic about the prereq inventory form. Jeffrey, are you going to panic about this form? No. That's right, because it is not a big deal. So speaking of UF specifically, I just want to briefly touch on a couple of prereq questions that everyone asks. For statistics, we will accept business statistics, psychology statistics. We are pretty, biostats, we are pretty open to the statistics options. We will not accept calculus for statistics. They are completely different courses, that does not count. When it comes to the English requirements, whatever your college says satisfies English or writing requirements, we says satisfy English and writing requirements. When it comes to the gen ed courses, social sciences and humanities, honestly, y'all, go ahead and mix them up. We're just trying to make sure you had a well-rounded education and that you didn't just complete science prereqs. We wanna make sure that you have those good supplemental courses to round out that app. So don't panic whether it's art or theater. Is that humanities? Is it social science? We don't really care. Just go ahead and fill it out. Okay, now let's talk about deadlines. So the VEMCAST deadline for everyone is September 15th. Students often ask, should I turn in my application earlier? Will this help me out? The way we currently do admissions, it does not help you at all. We might start processing some applications this summer, but we really don't even touch them until after the deadline. And the admissions committee doesn't even start touching them until October. So there is no rush at all to get that application in. However, if you wait too long, and you come up on the deadline and your transcript doesn't get verified by VEMCAS or letters of rec aren't in, 
we are not going to be super sensitive to that. So if we see a student who turned everything in by, let's say, August 31st and something went wrong, we are going to be a lot more understanding, lenient, helpful to make sure that student gets what they need to be reviewed. But if it's on that September 15th deadline, you know, there's going to be a little bit less uh, grace there. When you're looking at your photo that you're going to submit, a professional style headshot is what we're looking for. It does not need to be done by a professional. The iPhone Androids are taking beautiful photos these days. So you're welcome to put your little head up against a white wall or a neutral wall with a professional top on, take a photo, send it in. That's it. Very, very basic. You're also welcome to take one outside with some nice trees in the background. That's great too, but it doesn't need to be anything fancy. Okay, so now just a quick lightning round review of the entire VEMCAST application and some do's and don'ts that UF is looking for for each section. So starting from the top, honestly, just not filling it out appropriately, not clicking every box, not checking every section. We do look at those kinds of things, so just make sure it is clean, it is free of typos, and that you filled everything out appropriately. Then when it comes to the letters of rec, we will be checking to see who wrote your letters. Does it make sense? So if you've only been working with someone for a month, we do not want to really see that letter on there. If you've been working with someone for 10 years and their letter isn't available, that's going to be a bit of a red flag. So we do like to see a, you know, we'd prefer to see longer than a year that we, you've worked with them, but that's okay if it hasn't been that long, but we do want them to know you very well and check that very well box. We do like to see letters that are, you know, at least a half or three quarters of a page in length. And I know you can't control that, but you can be asking for that from your recommenders. When it comes to the electronic transcript and your transcripts, we are just looking for any red flags. You know, is are there a ton of withdrawals? Are, are there a ton of C's, but only in chemistry? You know, we are looking for those trends and we're just trying to see upward mobility. We're trying to see rigorous courses. We're looking for those 15 credit semesters. Hopefully you did a couple of those. Then when it comes to the experience section, well-rounded, diversity, variety. Again, you know, we talked about this in the experience section, how you write the details for the experience it's not crazy important, whether it's a paragraph or bullet points, that is up to you. But as long as it's clean, it is concise, that's what we want to see. For your essays, no typos. Keep it personal, keep it relevant, keep it professional. Really, 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 you know, we talked about this in the essays episode. Tell only your story. That's how you know you won't be vague or general. Tell it from your perspective and your lens. Achievement section. Set that up for success. If you received scholarships, if you received dean's list, honor roll, if you got certified in some of the veterinary spaces, like if you're a CVA or you've gotten um, AI or artificial insemination certification, you can go ahead and throw that on there. If you've won awards, like if you were MVP of your volleyball team, throw it on there. We want to see it. So use the entire VEMCAS application. Do not leave any doubt that you are ready to come to vet school. Do not give us any reason to focus on any red flags. Really fill it out and then save that PDF. Save that application to your desktop so that when you, when, when you get your interview, you can review everything. So Jeffrey, since you're in it, what tips do you have for students who maybe haven't opened up the application yet? Because some folks maybe haven't opened it or they're just starting to open it. What tips do you have for them as you go through the application that you think could be helpful? Uh, I would definitely say what's helped me a lot is just having all of my information organized beforehand. 
so I have like an Excel sheet with all of my experiences logged together, already set up in sort of the same format that the Vimcast has it. That way, once I started filling it out, all I had to do is transfer that information over. And then just having a couple different resources on hand for reviewing my essays and making sure there's no typos or grammar issues and just different things like that. Absolutely. Get to get, get it together. Get it together, everyone. Get organized. Get your resources. And remember, this advice was only for the UF application for Vemcast. You might be applying to other programs who do want that application turned in a little bit earlier, and that means you have to turn the whole thing in earlier, including UF. You might be applying to a program who does want to see six letters of rec, where we are fine with you turning in three. So just keep that in mind. You can only get so specific on a common app. So just make sure you have all of your schools together and you know exactly what they're looking for so you don't shoot yourself in the foot for any particular program. Well, Jeffrey, I think that was a nice quick overview of the programs. Sometimes students panic a little bit when they see the section, but really y'all, there's nothing to panic about. Our office is super, super good about contacting someone if something is missing. So if you're missing something, we're just gonna let you know and we're gonna ask you to send it in. So for example, if you don't have the right microbiology that we're looking for, this is something that gets a lot of students tripped up. We need an upper level non-allied health professions microbiology. So essentially a a microbiology that's intended for biology majors. If you're missing that, we're gonna go ahead and just ask you like, hey, we see that you haven't taken the right microbio. Do you plan on taking an upper level microbio? And if you do, no problem. We're gonna go ahead and check you off that you're processed and ready to go. So we're here to help make sure that you feel comfortable turning everything in. So don't stress, don't panic. All right, everyone. We look forward to seeing your UF veterinary school applications this cycle and in the future. I'm Alex Avellino. I'm Jeffrey Young. And we'll talk to you soon.